Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio Boomer, Isaac, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Good Tuesday morning, crazy wild end to that Knicks game last night. Thank goodness they ended up winning the game because that would have been a disaster loss against the terrible Detroit Pistons, but they pulled it out with the help of some terrible NBA officiating, which killed the Knicks a few weeks ago. Well, they got one in return last night. We've got a neurovirus update with the staff here, which I uh, am actually proud of because I think all of us called this from a mile away, but we do have a neurovirus update. Uh, The Islanders won a pretty big game last night, got some NFL things swirling, and the Mets continue to not want to add to their starting rotation. That is the worst on paper that they've ever had in the history of the organization. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to start out with the pessimistic Met take. Uh, you know, I will say, like, the Knicks are hanging on by their thread right now. And when you look at, uh, you know, look, they put really good basketball players out there. They are a small unit. Yeah. They are small, man, except for Hartenstein. But I will say that uh, he's a, you're just hanging on right now. You're hanging on, and you're trying to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And whether, I don't care if the officials help you, don't help you. Right now, they are... They're in the midst of it, you know, and they got to get their guys. They got to get two of their guys back. And when when Ananobi and hopefully Julius Randle does come back, then you'll have a, a semblance of a real team and two waves of guys that can win games for you. And again, like you and I were talking yesterday, well, I, I don't know the update on Julius Randle. I don't know what to expect from him. I know what he said. I know how he said it. I, I listened back again yesterday after our show to his comments. And I'm just trying to think, you know, is he going to be back? Is he going to be back? My, my sense is, is that he will be back. Um, but at what level, I don't know. And 
Much like the Rangers the other night in Columbus, if if the if the Knicks would have lost last night, that would have been a heartbreaker. That would have just been awful because this group has just got to hang on now. And they and I, you know, hopefully they can five hundred over the next three to four weeks. Yeah, I mean, you'd almost sign for that right now uh, because everything is so jumbled up. You don't expect everybody to be winning around them. But, I mean, they're better than that. They're better than a 500 team, even without Ananobi and Julius Randle. It was a little bit scary last night that they had to get bailed out by the officials. And if you're a Knicks fan, you understand that that was a foul. I mean, it was a foul on Dante DiVincenzo. He basically, you know, went low on the Pistons player, like almost lifted him up in the air, and uh, the Knicks got lucky. But that foul call on Jalen Brunson the other night, that screwed them. This is what happens. And I know that Monty Williams is going off on the officials after the game, and, and he wants to get some respect for a team that is so bad that he doesn't feel like gets any respect. But yeah, there's I don't feel like the officials are giving preferential treatment to the Knicks or the Lakers or whomever. Sometimes star players get more preferential treatment. We know that in basketball. But for the most part, in the course of an 82-game season, you're going to get effed the same amount of times that the team you're playing is going to get effed. And last night, it just happened to fall in the Pistons' lap uh, in in a bad way, and the Knicks were able to capitalize. I'll, I'll tell you what, DiVincenzo's lucky twice because you know he did turn turn the ball over, yes. and then he did commit a foul. Yep. And I I think what tends to happen, and I know if you're a Piston fan or you, I don't really care, but if you're a Detroit Piston player, you're pissed because your record and everybody looks at you as the dregs of the NBA right now. And you probably feel as if, and I'm sure they do feel this way, uh, they get no breaks. They, you know, and of course they're playing in New York. They're playing at Madison Square Garden. Of course the NBA wants the Knicks to be good. Uh, I, I kind of understand that thought process and I don't blame them if that's the way they feel. Uh, but I also feel like sometimes the referees, what they should do is put the, put the whistles away. Like when the game is on the line, like to a certain point, but that one last night, was about as egregious as it gets. And we benefited from it. And I, I couldn't even imagine how we'd feel sitting here thinking that they had to, they had a, a chance to win the game and DiVincenzo throws it away. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, we'd be screaming about that. I thought you were going to say how we feel if the call went against the Knicks. I was like, well, we just felt that way a couple weeks no, ago. That about about like, he, threw, he threw the oh, ball yeah, away. He, they right. had the game was on the line. They had the last possession. He threw the ball away. And, and guess who would have had the winning basket for the Pistons if uh, that foul was called or the Knicks lost? Uh, Quentin Grimes was yeah. the guy that put him ahead. Uh, so that would have been a really, really tough loss for them. But it wasn't. So they got lucky last night. You can understand why Monty Williams was pissed, but whatever. The Pistons are going nowhere. The Knicks needed the win. Monty Williams can scream all he wants. You got eight wins on the season. Like just stop. And they probably feel like they get you know screwed up every game. Probably yeah. that's you know it's part of the the losing. Unfortunately, and we've been there. You know we've been there as Knicks fans. We've seen this. And you know most teams in the league have probably seen this at some point in time. And there have been. Quite a bit of complaints about the officiating late in games. Well, it's everywhere in yes, sports exactly. now. I mean, right. and I, honestly, 
There, there I mean, is that, no that, that fix. Was, that was right in front of the referee. I know. Too. I mean, it it, sh- it should have been called. You, you don't know why it wasn't called, but this is going to be one of another million of these every single sport. And just wait till we get into baseball. How is that not a strike? How did you not see this? Why did you have to use a challenge on that when it was so obvious? It's just is over it really and over and over again. Defensive holding is it really defensive <laughs> holding? I mean, in the NFL, it's just over and over yeah. and over, and there's no fix to it. Like that that conversation. And I understand the frustration from the players and the coaches because it's their livelihood. They want to get into the playoffs and the guys that care. So I don't, I don't really blame the coaches and players for complaining. But with the fan base stuff and the social media stuff, people complaining about the officiating, it's not going to get any better. It just isn't. It's part of the deal. It just is. Like you're going to, and for the most part, there isn't a team that's getting screwed more than other teams. It all evens out in the end. You just got to realize it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And as long as their human element is in there, there's going to be guys like Angel Hernandez who are screwing games up. You ain't kidding. Just the way that it is. (laughs) As long as you feel like that it's just bad officiating and there isn't some sort of undercurrent or some backhanded or a behind-the-scenes thing where official is calling fouls on somebody because of whatever, because the league told them to, or they're working with some mob boss, then who cares? It's, it sucks when it's, it happens to you. It's great uh, when you're benefiting from it, but it's never going to change. It's All just right. never going to change. You know what time it is? Oh, you're going to go through the schedule. Well, why do, you, why do you say it that way? Well, because, I don't know. Because you you have you you put like this is what I feel like happens like you put like a win loss thing in the next no 10 no, or 15. no I'm not I'm not trying I'm just trying to give you a perspective and Nick fans out there uh, a, a perspective of what maybe they can expect yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what a realistic expectation should be okay. you know and I'm usually a ten game guy in baseball ten games next uh, ten. No, I don't like to do 10 in, in the NBA. I like to do like six. Oh, six. Yes, yeah, so there's not as many games in the NBA as there is in Major League Baseball. Right. You know that, right? Well, there should, yeah, there should there's be. Twice, there's twice the amount of games in baseball than there are in basketball. That would be great if the baseball was an 82-game season. Yeah, I, I awesome. agree. I agree 100%. Awesome. Yes. But then again, the guys wouldn't be getting their $500 million. <laughs> hey, all right. So are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So they got New Orleans coming to town and Golden State coming to town. Mm. What does that mean? Like you said, mm. well, what is it? Mm, that? I no, the, well, to, I don't know how to read that. Well, I mean, the the Pelicans. If if Zion plays well, the Pelicans are uh, a threat. Uh, but that Warriors game is going to be intense. That's going to be awesome. I Draymond Green just talked about how they could beat anybody. They're still a championship caliber team. Steph Curry coming into the Garden. That's my. Mm, that's going to be fun. Uh, mm, okay, and then it goes at Cleveland, Atlanta, Orlando at home, and then Philadelphia back to back at home. Yeah, I mean, this is a... So that's a crazy schedule. Philadelphia back-to-back. What is that? Yeah. A little I mean, home-and-home like home action. Are playing the oh, back-to-back back at home. Well, it's not even a home-and-home. Home. It's no, a back-to-back. it's back. a Sunday, Tuesday, home-a-home. 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 So, so what are you thinking now? Uh, I'm I'm thinking that 3-3 three and three would be fine with that. I would sign for 3-3 three and three right now. They always have problems with Orlando. Yeah, Cleveland, obviously, yeah. is, a, is a good team. I still believe they still have the two-seed. Uh, you should beat Atlanta at home. Uh, you split the New Orleans Golden State, and so yeah, I would say I'd sign for three and three if these guys, if the team's still not healthy. And after that comes a big West Coast trip. <laughs> yeah, but you got, and then you got some team that I can't see what this team is. Oh yeah, it's 
Uh, Brooklyn, is that what you're looking at? Is that is that what that team yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got Brooklyn, then Detroit, then Toronto after that West Coast trip. Yeah, the West Coast trip, you got you have to go to Golden State and go to Denver. Not easy. Not I, easy. I, I just think when you look at the schedule, trying to keep it around 500 and stay alive and then get your reinforcements back, hopefully, in the next... And then Obi may be in two weeks, and Julius Randle may be in six weeks. Yeah, and that's why this game last night was was so critical because you can't lose to They're the eight win. They're all critical, but but still a home game to the Pistons. Yeah, but you but, can deal with losing at Golden State or at Denver. You can deal with that. You can't deal with losing at home to the Pistons when when the games are the schedule is what it is coming up. All right. Yeah, so here's your uh, here's your norovirus. Oh, update, great! Can't wait to hear about this norovirus. Actually, I know what it is, and we yeah. knew, we knew, we all knew. Yeah, and I and I and I said it to her yesterday. So Allie, our makeup artist, says her daughter and her boyfriend Benji's son had the norovirus. Oh yeah, oh, I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, she goes hours. right exactly. Yeah, right. So she goes, I can't believe I didn't get it. And I said, What do you mean? You can't believe you didn't get it. I'm saying, you're sitting here in an incubation period, and you have no idea what's about to hit you. And you had norovirus particles on her hand to guarantee it, and she's putting makeup on our face. We're getting it. Probably. I would say probably. I mean, I don't know how sanitary she is. I don't know how much she scrubbed herself after cleaning up her daughter's puke and poop. But chances are there's particles on her face. And and Eddie was, he goes, so who's going to fill in for you tomorrow? She's like, no, I'll be here. I'll be here. Oh, but if you're not here, who's going to fill in? She's like, Eddie, I'll be here. <laughs> not here today. Not here, yes. So, not here. Talking tough and everything else. And now look, look right. what happens. And and here we go. So we are we are sitting ducks. It's going to happen. Uh, she spread neurovirus particles on our faces. And we're just a matter of time. So I don't, I'm thinking... Since I get makeup before you, I'll probably get it like 20 minutes before you get it, which means that I will win the bet, meaning that I got it first, okay. and then you'll shortly get it after me. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. All right, so what if we get to Friday? Does that mean... I thought we talked that wasn't this like a month-long thing? No, 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 it is. I, but that's not what I was going to ask. All right. If we get to Friday, no nor- norovirus, does that mean that we are free of the alley contagions. I think so. I think as a Monday to Friday, I think that we're okay. Then we're not, we're out of any sort of incubation period. We didn't get it from her if we get to Friday. But I have a feeling that one of us is going down before Friday. That's going to be my guess, that we're going down. I think right now, we're in the incubator. As we sit right here, we're in the incubator. We're in the incubation period, which is also known as... The danger zone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yep. And it was funny because it's exactly what I said yesterday. She's in the incubation period. You said she's in the incubator. You telling me she's in the incubator? I said she's in the incubator, and she's there. Just think about how weird that is, like germs and stuff. That she's sitting there, bopping around. She probably around. had stuff under her fingernails. Right. Exactly. Think about it. That's exactly how she probably gave it oh, to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't yet. No, she no, I, my mind is set that I'm getting it. Okay. I'm getting it. She gave it to us. I, yeah, I think that's the way you have to look at it. Look, and you're cleaning, like, poop and throw up out of a crib. Yeah, well, that's what she, that's I, she I, did. I'm yeah. just telling you right now. There's she no. had it under her fingernails. Unless yeah. she 
bleached her hands before she came in. Yeah, probably not. Probably didn't do that. And she's getting up in haste and, you know, oh, I got to get to work. Early in the morning, the right. whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. I knew it. I, she was talking so tough yesterday. Yeah, she really was very cocky. Very cocky. Well, I very. learned last year I, I was very cocky because I was next to you at the Super Bowl, didn't have it. And then Sabrina had it on the plane back from Arizona, which was one of the most miserable experiences that we've ever had as a family. As Sabrina is puking into a gallon-sized Ziploc bag, and we had a million of those. Ziploc bag? Well, that so was so you could see it. No, no. no. But here's the thing: it oh. was that was genius. The, the fact that they have uh, puke bags on a plane. She threw up fifteen times. Oh. <laughs> like I'm telling, so we we saw how much she was throwing up. So we were like, we got to get a bunch of different bags, and then the, you know you can close those. So it was genius. So then we had a bigger bag, threw them all in there. It actually worked out. Yeah, I'm great. sure the flight attendants love throwing those away. Well, actually, we threw it out ourselves. We I would took, you throw it out the window? No, no, no. We took we kept it there, oh, and then we took it. it at, hold on, in front of us, and then when we in a bigger bag, and then we left the plane and threw it out. In the terminal. Oh, God. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. I thought that was the best way to do it. And she got sick on the plane. What do you? What, I, uh, what am I going to do? It happens. Now, were the people around you like all like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah, of course they were. I would have been, too. But we, I mean. What do you do, right? What do you do? What do you do? And and it was just. It, so anybody, anyway. Did anybody know who you were? No. No, no. I was sitting back there in 22C, totally anonymous with a sick child puking into a Ziploc bag. Poor little baby. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so and then, so I'm sitting next to her on a plane, and I'm like, I'm not getting it. So if I was next to you, then next to her on a plane, and I was fine, and then Summer got it, and then Summer was walking around just puking everywhere, and I was like, I'm fine. I'm immune. If I didn't get it from Boomer and I didn't get it from Sabrina, I'm immune. I'm 100% not getting it. And then... You remember what happened. You got it. Drove in here, puked yes. in the garbage pail, drove home with my butt cheeks clenched tight, <laughs> tied it in a frog's ass, <laughs> and made it home. Yeah, well, here we are. Here we we're, are. We're in the danger zone right now, <laughs> and I, all I could think about now is I forget who was the guy or gal that was uh, posting at us on X, basically saying he can't or they can't wait until this rips through the morning show. That's right. And somebody out there is very happy this morning. Well, yeah, it's, we're getting closer. We are getting closer. I, I'm thinking, so Monday, she's putting the poop particles on her face. Yeah. I'm thinking definitely, I'm going to say tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. And I think, because I think the incubation period is pretty quick. I think it's like 24, 48 hours. But we actually went Thursday morning, uh, about 8 o'clock. Hey, if we go down, you want to go down swinging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Casamigos. I got the sure. Casamigos right here. We could do it. Why? Th- what's going on Thursday? Thursday at eight is during the show. Oh, during the show. Okay, yeah. You know what we don't need is for it to happen to us tomorrow because our dogs are coming in, and that would be an absolute nightmare. Oh, tomorrow's dog day. Tomorrow is dog day. Oh, nice. Uh, let's see. So all three of your dogs are coming in. I no. don't know if Cooper's invited. Why well, isn't Cooper invited? Well, it's, he's not getting any coin. Correct. <laughs> Basically, okay. yeah. I mean, we could. I forgot to ask that yesterday. You want me to ask again? Did you ask? Anybody I felt ask? like I broached that subject, and it was uh, shot down. The oh. less amount of dogs running around, the better, because I, I guess people have to be assigned per dog since we're on oh, the air. Okay, all right. Cooper I think doesn't he might need be a, a. He doesn't need a handler. Talk him into it. 
Are we take? Do we have to take the freight elevator? By the way, tomorrow. I'm not. You're not taking the freight elevator. Okay. We Maybe gotta, on the way down. I'm walking to him. Somebody says, well, oh, "Well, yeah." When you leave, I mean, I think okay. that would be the thing to do. But I would just just say, if anybody asks you, you just say, "Service dog." Leave exactly. me alone. Service dog. <laughs> Service dog. I will sue you. Leave right. me alone. Leave me alone. Service dog. Wow. I actually that incubation period is twelve to forty eight hours. 12-hour incubation period with the neurovirus. Well, we're 24 hours from her putting those particles on our face. That is true. Now, the question is, do we sniff any of it? (laughs) I don't remember sniffing anything yesterday, do you? No, nope, nope, nope. So we have basically 24 more hours until we're good, right? Essentially, I, I don't know. I'm not an infectious disease doc, so well, I have this no is, idea. This is a CD. I'm reading from the CDC. Oh, great. Okay. Says, oh, we believe them now? Yeah, all now we believe sudden? them all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says 12 to 48 hours. Who else am I supposed to believe? I don't, I know. don't know. This is what it says here. All right. It is Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Get Jerry in here in just a couple of minutes. What does Joe Rogan say about the neurovirus? <laughs> <laughs> or Kennedy? <laughs> It doesn't what, exist. What, what, what does Biden say about it? Turn to furnace here. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. You see him talking about the ceasefire eating ice cream yesterday? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And she was lying in the grass. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. I believe that was a live shot from outside this morning, the fog in New York City, which was uh, actually very cool to see. Look at that. Yeah, wow, that, that is uh, that is something else, man. It looks like an apocalyptic movie of sorts. So where's, the, where's that camera right now? Anybody? Stephen, where's that camera? Stephen Waldron from CBS Sports Network. 
I believe it's down by the World Trade Center. Uh, up and that's looking uptown then. Correct. Man, oh man. Yeah, top of the building. Yeah, that's why it looks cool. Wow. How, uh, did you put the camera up there yourself? <laughs> no. No, okay. No, our, our, our great engineers did. He bopped himself all the way top. So that's amazing. Like, I, how do you, <laughs> you don't how bop does, that high. Do you ever think about that? Like, like, who does that and how does that get done? I don't think about that, no. Stephen, who does that and how does that get done? <laughs> the engineers. <clears throat> They just do their engineering stuff, and you guys yeah, stay all out kinds of the way. Of engineering stuff. What's that? All kinds of engineering stuff. That's a pretty cool shot. Well, even there. like when a bridge has to be repaired, all the and way it's up. It's top. actually a, uh, it's a local news feed that they lend to us to use, so they mm. did it. Oh, okay. So CBS local news. Correct. All right. Nice. Um, well, tell them we said thank you. Yeah, thank you, Chris Raggy. Yeah, Chris Raggy. Chris yeah, Raggy's all over this. Yeah, and then Lonnie Quinn. And all the fine folks of Nate Burleson, Gail King. Right. You know what this Tony is? Tony DeCopoli. When you think about weather, this is like a weatherman's dream explaining this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. This is definitely a weatherman, weatherman dream. Look at that. Looks Man, like Cloud man. City. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Jerry, what's going on, man? Oh, boy, what is going on? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door, and also brought to you by policeofficersrightto.sue.com. <laughs> Did you slip and fall on the sidewalk on the ice? You want to sue the city for everything it's worth? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Man, they're taking away my retirement. Policeofficersrightto.sue.com. Yeah. Decalate a code into Prisco. <laughs> LLC. We <laughs> uh, play highlights this long, but to get the entire scope of what happened at the end of the Nick game last night, I will play it. So here's the situation. It's 30 seconds in total. You've got uh, the Knicks with the ball. The Pistons had just scored to take the lead. You're in the final 15 seconds of this game or so. And, uh, well, final 20 seconds, I guess. And a mad scramble ensues, essentially. Brunson, three-pointer. Off the mark. Rebound deflected. Chase down, saved by Grimes to Fontecchio. Knocked away, Hardenstein picks it up. Out to DiVincenzo. Ten seconds to go, he throws it away. Ball loose, picked up by Brunson. Brunson inside the heart. Hards banks it in, and a foul. Knicks take the lead. Monty Williams is furious. Yeah, well, he wanted a foul called. There was no foul called as we're watching it on CBS Sports Network right now. Uh, as it was Thompson that got hit and fouled, they would acknowledge after the game that the officials, the officials acknowledged they missed the call. But you know what? They screwed up the Knicks in Houston two weeks ago. They get it back last night. The Knicks wind up winning 113 to 111. Mike Breen on MSG with the call. Uh, here was Josh Hart. He had the go-ahead score. He had 23 points, 8 rebounds. He was on MSG afterwards. Crazy inning, but we win. Yeah, man, that just sums up our team, sums up our city, man. We uh, we grind, we we did, we fight, we scratch, we claw, and we find a way. Uh, here was Jalen Brunson, 35 points, 12 assists. With that loss, the Pistons are now 8-49. and 49. So, lessons learned. We got to be ready to go from the start. You know, we got to play for a full 48 minutes, and um, we just can't take any lapses, can't take anyone lightly. And um, despite the record, you know, they're a good team. They're an NBA team full of NBA players. So, um, you know, they played really well tonight. You know, we, just, we, played, we had one more play more than them. Yeah, Cade Cunningham had 32 in the loss. Here was a very frustrated Monty Williams, uh, 20 seconds of him post game. Uh, clearly annoyed. has not been a good season, as we know, for them. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. 
we've we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. He tackled him. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was a miserable no call. You think call. the 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 no call is because the ball was hit first? No, it looked like he took a. He, Why? He's, so like, I think I, I, Vincenzo he, actually hits the ball first, then goes into. He dribbles once, then loses it. Yeah. Then grabs it again, or put his hand on it again as he got basically shouldered to the ground. Right. But now, I look, I we got a break. What can I tell you? That's it. And you didn't get a break a few weeks ago. You got a break last night. Yeah. So. And Monty Williams opened up that press conference, going, "Where's the New York media now?" And oh, did like, he really? It's like, what? What? What do you mean? Is that because they were? I don't know what that was. Yeah, well, I don't. It was strange. It was, I think it's in relation to the fact that the New York media was going crazy over the fact that we they lost to Houston. That's what I think. Yeah, but I, I was just about to say that. But why would he be aware of that in Detroit? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, I have not listened to his whole press conference. And like so who is like when, they, when they're talking about you? Where's the New York media now? Like, who are they we're talking media? about? We're we're right here. Yeah, and we're saying that it was a terrible call. Yeah. So what what does he want? I think Mike Vaccaro also wrote in the post that it was a terrible call. And right, Nick should just be guy. happy. Yeah. What yeah. Frank Isola I, I say? Frank Isola. Well, Frank Isola is not covering the team anymore, right? The, the no, garden. he works for the Nets. He yeah, works for Yes. Right. The Garden banned him years ago. Correct. And Mark Berman is now retired, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not sure that he's doing anything. Berman of the Post? Yeah, Berman of the Post. <laughs> and Berman of the Post just tweets about all Nick stuff all the time now mm. as a Knicks fan. Interesting. I don't even know. Who the hell's covering the Knicks for the post now? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, back in the day, everybody would know this. This is who we'd put well, on for Richard Neer in the morning. Well, also, back in the day, you would also read the paper for the quotes. Now everything's on YouTube. You right. want to watch any press conference, everything's there. Uh, very quickly, yeah. Jerry, Tim, and Parsippany. What's going on, Tim? Hey, Gio, I'm calling it right now. You're going to get the neurovirus on Friday, which is the same exact day that uh, Dua Lipa's going to come in studio as an in-studio guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, Tim, if I get the neurovirus when Dua Lipa comes in, that means I'm never going to get the neurovirus because the guys up there lied to us about her mm. coming down here and being on the show. You know what's amazing to me? What's is, that? It's just how many of our listeners, whether they are posting at us or they're calling us, can't wait for us to get the neurovirus. <laughs> Yeah, like they're all I, sitting out there waiting. Oh man, I hope these guys get it, man. I hope it rips right through the show. Well, I mean, I I think with the I know that the the Knicks and the Rangers are playing, but it's still you know after football season, we we don't have any playoffs yet. I think that this is almost like a sport to the people oh. who listen to our show. Okay, it's almost like it's something to bet on. It's something to think about. Like it show up who's sick, who's not sick. I mean, it's just another thing. It's didn't a competition. Jerry, didn't Jerry get makeup before you yesterday? No, no he gets it after. after you guys. Oh, yeah, he's third. Right. Yeah. You think you got any uh, norovirus particles in your face? I don't know. My stomach's queasy now, like it was oh, yesterday after we oh, talked about on. this. Psychosomatic. I was totally fine today, and then I saw Courtney walk in, and then my stomach went raw. Yep, that's right. Like, oh no! You Here, wanted you want a bacon egg and cheese? A, no. no. Here's all I here's. All I, go down. We'll go, go down. Let's go down in flames, man. All I'm asking for is yeah. if I do get this, yeah. please not Saturday and Sunday when I'm in Nebraska. Oh, jeez. Because oh. if it sweeps through the team and I'm the reason for it. You know what I suggest? Oh. You know what I suggest for you? If you <laughs> Well, you got to do something, whether ginger ale or something, but Fresca in Nebraska works. What? Fresca. Fresca in Nebraska. You want me to drink Fresca? Yes. Yeah. With That's tequila. 
Yes. Oh, that's fine. Lots of tequila. No, that's fine. But that's not going to ward off the uh, neurovirus. Ah, I go down it. in flames, just like I did last year. <laughs> it just I had down. a big dinner the night before, and it just... Why not? Why not? See hell? it again. Hey, I remember I you. I can't. It cannot happen. Nebraska's got that great Japanese player on the team, right? A point guard. Uh, yes. Um, can't think of his name. Keso. I can't think of his name. He's a hell of a player, though. Uh, three points. He wears the glasses. <laughs> What's that? He wears glasses too, right? Doesn't he like uh, wear the goggles? Yeah, and he's yeah. he's a three point like assassin. Like yeah. yeah, he's really good. He was the one when they played at Rutgers. He hit a three that put them ahead. And Tomanaga, I believe, is his name. Yeah. He hit a three and then pointed to the crowd like yeah. as if to shush. And I don't think they scored for like seven minutes after that. So like, yeah, be careful before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't touch the money. Kesei Tomonaga, is that his name? Yeah, it's not not Queso Fundito, as you said the first time. I didn't say Fundito. Queso Fundito? <laughs> no, I did not say Fun. He just made that up. I didn't say Fundito. You said Queso. Though. I did. <laughs> I meant, come on. He's Hold got up. a million games going on. He's doing yeah. highlights. I mean, give the guy a break. Tom, Tom, give the guy a break. <laughs> You're telling me to give a guy a break? Yeah, give the guy a break. <laughs> oh man. my god, uh, Tomonaga. Yeah, Tomonaga. But it's it's. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's K E I S E I. Uh, he's Kesei. Kesei Tomonaga. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Yes, man. he is. He is so fun, and to especially watch. at home, where I think last I looked, I think they were in the. I think they were eight zero at home in the conference and zero and seven on the road. So they're really a much different team at home. So that's where we'll be on Sunday night. Uh, Nets beat the Grizzlies 111-86. First win for Kevin Ollie as interim head coach. Seven players in double figures, including Tam- Cam Thomas, though he did leave with an ankle injury. Um, Deion Dawkins sat down with Vlad TV. Uh, so I don't know Vlad this, TV. Who's Vlad, Vlad TV? Is a very popular. We uh, learned about them a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, very popular. What would you say? Urban, urban news. Yeah, and information and entertainment. Yeah. What is is it? V uh, VLAD TV. Putin. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not Vlad VLAD. Putin. Vlad yeah. TV. Yeah. What does VLAD stand? for? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I just know it's incredibly popular. I believe a man Vladimir is uh, who started it. DJ okay. v- DJ Vlad DJ yeah. Vlad there DJ you go. like this jockey yeah, so, he, yeah. so he gets the sit down with Dion Dawkins yep talking about this Jet Bills rivalry you get into it with the Jets mm. what happened weirdos being weird weirdos <laughs> being weird and he goes after one player in particular number 72 Michael Clements Michael Clements yeah yeah bitch boy um <laughs> bitch boy you know I'm gonna just keep it a buck I hate them <laughs> He then went on to call them the Jets, aside from Quinn and Williams, essentially. Uh, they're frauds. When it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport. And then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. He says it's all about their social media presence. Those, Those are a bunch bu- of dudes that just want to take pictures on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's whack. Like, I play this because I'll die by it. You know, we've heard this before now. Not the, the same type of, you know, commentary, but you remember the coach for Oregon? He's always saying that uh, Colorado plays for clicks. We oh, play yeah, for that's wins. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's, Did he call anybody bitch boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was, it would have been Deion Sanders. Yeah. I don't think he did. I think he stopped short of that. Right. Yeah. I'm that's sure. for you, bitch. 
Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Al. That's, that's quite the delivery. Uh, it's funny. Uh, Yankees beat the Twins in spring action. Juan Soto, a two-run Juan double. Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Yankees raise today. Clark Schmidt does make the start. Mets beat the Nationals. Trace Thompson with a grand slam in that game. Mets play the Marlins today. Adrian Hauser does get the start. Uh, Luis Angel Acuna did have two hits yesterday. He did. In that, yes, uh, in that game. Good trade. Good trade so far. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. And the Islanders went to overtime with the Stars. Barzell delays. Out high now. No safety net back there, so he drifts closer. Barzell stops. Jesus score! For the second time this season, it's Horvat in overtime to beat the Dallas Stars. Yeah, 3-2 the final score from Dallas. That was Brendan Burke on MSG. Bo Horvat with the game I have to say that uh, Butch Goring pointed out Matthew Barzell was not going to lose that game in overtime. And uh, he had, that that was the assist, but all the skating around with the puck and getting the puck and holding on to the puck and then finally passing the puck, I mean, he made one hell of a play. Yeah, the Chris King call I heard driving in, well, I'm sure Jerry will get it at some I point. Find it, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> I mean, this was, this was a pure explosion. Hopefully next him. hour I will have found it by then because yeah. we have Brendan Burke. Uh, and the Devils are in San Jose tonight. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You know what time of year it is, man. What time of year yeah, is it? I mean, look, football season's over. Yeah. You know, we're waiting for baseball to get started. Spring training's going, pitchers, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, possibly uh, maybe a deep run by one of our uh, Madison Square Garden uh, tenant teams, uh, the Rangers and the Knicks. But it is the time of the year where you and I spend a lot of time Examining hand sizes. Oh yeah, of players and quarterbacks, especially. Oh, combine time. That's right. It's the combine week, and uh, all the guys are going to be poked and prodded. And some guys aren't showing up, like Marvin Harrison Jr. Number one, he's not showing up to the combine, and number two, he's not participating in a pro day. Hmm. He's basically saying, "Ah, you know what? I don't have to. I don't need to." You know, I mean, I, I don't like it, but. It's his choice. He can do what he wants with it. He'll be a high draft choice no matter what happens. 
Um, but he's deciding that, you know what, I don't need to do any of this. This is this is like, you know, what is this? Cattle call? I'm not doing this. Well, he does have, at this point, you would think, very little to gain. I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's like Caleb Williams. You know, I'm not going to throw at the uh, combine. Well, what are you afraid of? What are you, are you afraid to throw or something? I mean, you don't want to go out but there. He's with, not. Well, first of all, this is a lot of guys over the last couple of years who have not thrown yeah, at the combine. But the, that's the point. It's like I threw at the combine myself, and I was coming off of a separated left shoulder. Yeah. And like six weeks earlier, now I threw it all over the Superdome. I will say that. I wasn't very accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was throwing howitzers all over the place. Yeah. Maybe that hurt me. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I wanted to be there. I wanted to compete. I wanted to see. Now, Steve Young did not compete, I don't believe, in any of the uh, the combine stuff. I think he only did a pro day. I'm like, you know, come on, man. Show up. Well, he also feels like he's going to be the number one overall pick no matter what. But so. I, I know that, and I think he will be too. But I'm just like, hey, man, be one of the guys. Show up. Let's go. Does he show up and do interviews, or or he's just not there at all? I, I I know he's not throwing, so I'm, maybe he's going to show up and do interviews, which is important. I think he's got to sell himself. Um, these are now listen. These are different cats coming out of college now. Mm. I don't care what anybody says. You know, this this kid's driving around in a probably some sort of Lamborghini or Mercedes or you know something Maserati at USC living in a condo. I mean, life ain't bad for him. So, no, you know he, you know, <laughs> and you never know. You you hear all these different rumors about whether or not. <clears throat> yeah, he wants to play for the Bears, you know, and and I've said it. I said it during the season on NFL Today, and I'll say it again today. If you have the privilege of being the number one overall pick, and you don't have a situation like John Elway had in Indianapolis, like they knew something was up in Indianapolis. They knew that that team was leaving, and he did not want to be a part of that team leaving and then going to Indianapolis. Like they left the Baltimore area, and they went to Indianapolis, became the Colts. He said, I don't want to be a part of this. So that's why he he told them he didn't want to be taken by them with the first overall pick he was, and then ultimately traded to Denver. But you know this kid, Kel Williams, you know is the closest thing to a can't miss since probably Andrew Luck, maybe Joe Burrow. Yeah, probably Joe Burrow because at that point he was consensus number one. He came off the national championship team. His personality was just absolutely perfect. He was a winner. So yeah, I think that most people believe that he was going to be a can't miss it at number one. Something's going on though because. This Justin Fields thing continues to swirl out in Chicago. It doesn't would, matter. It's over. I, I, if you listen to what's going on out there, it doesn't sound like it's completely over. It doesn't. They're, right, they're, it's I, over. I mean, it should be over. It's over. This, they're taking this kid right here, and if they don't take this kid, then Ryan Paul should be fired. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, you got you to gotta restart the quarterback clock. You got all the assets from the trades that you've made. Um, you're sitting pretty. You kept your head coach. You got a new offensive coordinator in there. You know, you could you could say that they they should have hired Cliff Kingsbury, but he ended up going to Washington. Cale Williams is from Washington D.C. Well, well, here, but here's all right. So this is the the thing when I say something's going yeah. on, and you just touched on it. And if you're the number one overall pick, you go to whatever team. So all right, so he's. He's got Cliff Kingsbury down there with the Commanders. That's right, right, and he's yep. from the from the area, right. And they've got a new ownership group, so it's not Dan Snyder. Do we see him pull and Eli Manning? So, but here's the thing. You know what, Caleb? Don't go home. Go go to Chicago. Go. They are loaded, and they're going to be good, and they're going to, and they have all these different assets. And you know, you, you're going to have a good defense. They've added a number of offensive uh, playmakers over the last two years. 
Uh, DJ Moore, I know, did come out and support Justin Fields. That you know, there's nobody in this quarterback class like Justin Fields. Says, well, well, wait until you start playing with you know Caleb Williams. You'll find somebody that is. Yep. And you know, when, and when I say by can't miss, and I and I think about height, size, weight, arm strength, uh, football intuition. You know, to me, that's more Andrew Luck than it is Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? I, he's he Andrew was you know a terrific uh, prospect coming out who was just as mobile as Caleb is. Same type of arms, same type of understanding of the game, the intuition of the game, all of those things. Now Andrew was a great young man. Didn't seem like he can't, you know was 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 acting as if he was privileged to be the number one pick. I think he ap- appreciated and uh, and loved being the number one pick. I hope that Cale Williams doesn't screw this thing up. Yeah, I could totally see the stuff that we've heard from his camp over the last year or so. I could totally see him trying to force it. If he wants to play in Washington and wants to be a, a member of the... I mean, it's weird. It's still weird to say the commanders. But he wants to be a commander. Don't do it. Uh, then then I, I wouldn't be shocked if... I would not be shocked if he don't, tried to pull something there. Go to Chicago and resurrect that franchise. This is... Uh, I, in my eyes, I know that they have not won a lot. But to me, it's still one of the few legacy franchises in the NFL. It, there's something about being a Chicago Bear. Now, on the defense side of the ball, there's great history there. There's 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 lore there, if you will. Uh, at the quarterback position, not so much. And he can set every single franchise record, and he should. He should want to go there, and he should want to play there, and he should want to lead that team. If that city needs something. That city really needs somebody and I know that Justin Fields has played hard, but you know if the Raiders get Justin Fields, that's where Luke Getzey went. He'll, he'll step right into the offense, and he will help uh, Luke Getzey teach the offense to the players that the Raiders have. Yeah, and my team's going to do something. And stupid. by the way, he's going to Las Vegas, man. No state tax in the state of Nevada. You know, look at who you're playing with, Devontae Adams. I don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to be there. I don't know if they'll resign him or not. These all these running backs look like they're headed to free agency. We'll find out really what their worth is. But, man, going to Las Vegas, if you're telling me that I'm going to Las Vegas to go play with Devontae Adams and I'm playing in the state of, state of Nevada, I'm in. Let's go. And don't be surprised if you see the Vikings do something very stupid and trade up into the draft, trade up to, like, the probably third with the Patriots and give up, like, a million picks and maybe even Justin Jefferson. I'm serious. All right. They are on the verge of doing something stupid. For who? Whoever it would be third, Jalen Daniels, Drake May, Drake May, possibly whoever uh, JJ McCarthy. No, they wouldn't do that. I don't think. But uh, uh, there are rumblings that that general manager out there, it, that last year he tried to do it for Anthony Richardson, yes. like trade like four first round picks and then it didn't happen. Someone nixed it. And I think he's trying to do it again this year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 